Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the only show on the entire internet that dares to ask the hard questions that the other journalists won't such as what kind of fantasy and sci-fi shows are we watching? Are we excited about Stranger Things? When is House of the Dragon going to come out? Like um, at some point people will catch on, but until then it's just us and us being, I am Daniel Selke, the editor of winterscoming.net, here with Daniel Roman, the other editor of winterscoming.net, who has let his hair down today. Daniel, uh, some preambulatory banter. I have not seen you with your hair down. I don't think I have. (laughs) Do you prefer it down? And um, a party, or do you prefer it up for a tea party? It's like a more kind of button-down affair. <laughs> you know, I, I'd i be lying if I said I preferred it. I mean, I like it more down, but I'd be lying if I said I wore it that way most because I'm just lazy, and usually it's easiest to just get it up and out of the way. So, uh, yeah, we're switching it up today. I didn't realize <laughs> you had never seen me like this until we were literally getting on the call. I, I'm pretty sure I have not, even though I knew. It, and by the way, everyone in the comments, hey, uh, for joining us. Hello, Martha, Christian, Dana, Nicole, um, Julie. Hey, hey. What do you think of, uh, of Daniel's hair? I would like to know your opinion oh on if you like it down or up. So just I contemplate was not that. Prepared. I, I was not I am prepared sorry, for this. But just, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, like if if you've known someone for a while and they show up and suddenly they like just have something different looking about them. It's, it, it's kind of making you look at them in a different way. It's exciting and interesting That's and true. great content. So I, so I'm all into it. <laughs> and Julie and Julie likes it down. Sweet. Christian liking Thanks, the hair. I'm a long hair guy myself. I, all <sighs> right. sorry, Natalie, just a, a little bit, but I mean, like, tell me you're nah. not interested. Okay. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> I, it's definitely why the people came today. The, this is what they came here for. The, well, they didn't talk. know they did, but they did. As, That's as true. Dana says, rocking it, bro. Keep it long. Never know what you have to rock. Yes. That's Can't right. Any second. It's, it's never the wrong time to rock, as Peacemaker would say. Plenty of room to rock. Okay. And Martha likes a man bump. So that's one there. This is good. We, 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 nice. we have a nice um, range of opinions. But okay. In terms right. of TV, books, movies, sci-fi, fantasy... What we talked about today, Daniel? Yeah. What what did we come to talk about? I think the big thing that we came to talk about today is is the 80s. The 80s returning Ah, in the the form of Stranger Things. Some of us were born Uh, during that decade, but which one of us? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Stranger Things 4 uh, has a release date. And we also found out that 
it's getting one more season after this. So this is kind of one of the, one of the big things we're looking out for this week and talking about a lot. Um, how do you feel, Dan? Are, are you into stranger things? Are you excited for this? Most definitely. I like stranger things a lot. Um, uh, cool. it's graduated from the Netflix, uh, throw spaghetti at the wall school of programming, um, strategy where no yeah. one thought it would be big. It was like one series among many that just happened to blow up. Um, I like that. It's 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 stranger things is this weird um, kind of middle ground between it's not a like reboot or remake of an older uh, series, but it feels like it kind of wants to be because instead of yeah. actually being a reboot, it just fills itself with references to Stephen King of the 80s and the Goonies and Terminator and Red Sonja and like uh, Cold War era sort of um, um, uh, uh, like American paranoia war stuff and like old sci-fi like it's it's chalk and like John Carpenter it's chalk full of these references but it is itself original which I like and I think it's it's a show that's done with obviously a lot of care like the Duffer brothers these guys take their time making this show and they like to have every T crossed and every I dotted. And they really like to tease out like the 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 characters and, and, they, and, and they carefully craft the arcs, which pays off a lot. And, and you can feel a lot of attention to detail in it. And it, it's not my favorite show on, but I definitely respect it. And I'll I, I, I and I definitely enjoy watching it. It is worth the watch. What about you, Daniel? What's your Stranger Things history? Yeah, you know, I feel pretty much the same. I kind of missed it when it I got tuned in like late after the first season dropped because I I was working at a bookstore at the time. Everybody was talking about it. And I was kind of like, I'll get around to it. I don't know. But then I watched it. I really enjoyed it. It's I'm right there with you. It's not my favorite favorite thing that's on. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just because, you know, if I have the choice between like 80s sci-fi horror and dragons, I'll take dragons every time. Um, So it's not a fair contest. Mm, But I always love Stranger Things when it comes on. And I totally agree with you in terms of like it feeling like it fits into that reboot or nostalgia driven camp, but it's still totally original, which is awesome. (laughs) I'd way rather that than an actual reboot of something. And and this season they've got Robert Englund, who was the, of course the actor do. who played Freddy Krueger. Uh, so he's going to be on this season. So they're they're definitely leaning in hard to it. Um, I feel have, like this yeah. is a a great example of Netflix's strategy paying off. I I had heard that they're very like hands off with their creatives. Like they'll give people a lot of creative freedom, but then they have a really high bar for the numbers. Um, so like oh. Cowboy Bebop, that's why Cowboy Bebop got axed because it, it, you know, they gave them freedom with it, but it just didn't meet the numbers that they had wanted. And Stranger Things totally blew all the numbers away. Um, so I love yeah. that it's gotten to go on as long as it has and that we don't have a Stranger Things universe. I'm glad it's ju- it just is what it is. Oh, yeah. I have theories about that, but we got some good comments here. What was that date, Christy asked, that season four is coming back? Because we know it now. It is May. Yes. May 20. So it's being split in half. So the first chunk of episodes drops May 27th. The second chunk drops July 1st. But even though, so it's only nine episodes, 
even though it's being split like that, which sounds like, oh man, we're getting four or five episodes at a time. That's not that many. They've the Duffer brothers, the showrunners have said that this season is almost twice the runtime of the previous seasons. So which implies some, some pretty big episodes. stuff, right? right? Like they're yeah. making nine movies or something. They're making nine Stephen King, Steven Spielberg, any Stephen who's popular in the 80s homages. <laughs> and they're going to be like yeah. feature lengths. Yeah. Nine Stephen movies coming. I mean, it, yeah, because they were like hour long, 45, 50 minute long episodes. So if it's double the like, are they hour and a half long episodes? That sounds crazy. It has taken a long time to get here. I mean, it, I, like True. The, the pandemic obviously threw a wrench into things for a long time. It 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 it. it under normal circumstances, probably would have been out already. But um, even then, yeah. they these guys take their time, which is why they're worth paying attention to. Like they're really trying yeah. to do something big. Like they are not kind of it's it's it, it, it's not. I put Stranger Things in the rare crop of TV shows that really does feel like event TV. I think you said that earlier in one of your articles. Totally. Like yeah, yeah. There really isn't much else like that. I mean, Game of Thrones was it nope. during its day. Stranger Things might be like the only, like the other big one that like people will it, it is an event when it comes to people will congregate and talk about this and it will dominate things like there are other things that crop up especially on Netflix yeah. like you know Netflix didn't know Squid Game would be huge it didn't know that the TV show about the blonde who plays chess and has a drug addiction will be huge but it just kind of happened that yeah. way but Stranger <laughs> Things what was that called again Queen's Gambit the Queen's Gambit that's what it was called yeah yeah um. <laughs> But Stranger Things, it knows. And it's one of the few things. I mean, it, 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 it's what Amazon wants for Lord of the Rings. It's what yes. HBO wants. For the Dragon. Stranger Things has it. And I think we had some other good comments here, like Christian saying that uh, it hits a soft spot for him because he would have been close to the age of the main characters during that time frame. And Natalie, yeah, totally. interesting comment. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always thought that like it goes in that cycle, you know, where like people are born, they absorb culture. And then they get old enough to start regurgitating it back, which I think is what the Duffers are kind yeah. of doing. Although it's this is a different topic, but just the whole like kind of nostalgia cycle. I feel like it's stronger. No, it's not, though, because like in the 80s, we were getting like American graffiti in Greece and um, and this is 70s, too. And like uh, it's back true. to the future and just like everybody who was growing up in the 50s, just like, let's talk about what I was like was a kid. It's the exact same thing yeah. now with. Stranger Things and Pose and um, a, a, a lot of other like 80s style things. Just the people got older and they got jobs in the entertainment industry and they're able to make the calls and this is what they choose to do. Yep. Yeah. I I feel like maybe we didn't. I, it's tough. I feel like it's stronger now, but you're right that it is probably it, like it feels maybe when it's because we weren't alive for the generation before that. So it wasn't as noticeable to us, mm -hmm. but like also thinking about, you know, like like the old rock, like the Rolling Stones, like those old rock bands who are now like touring mm -hmm. again. It feels like the nostalgia train has come full circle. But yeah, I I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. No. And when it's done well, who cares? Also, Natalie, I want to just yes. hear come because you said you think they're going to do spinoffs. OK, let me open up a can of conspiracy on you really quick. So, <clears throat> oh, the Goldbergs. Good, good, good call, Christian. Yeah, there are a bunch of um 80 set yeah. things just cropped up in the wake of it. I mean, Stephen King yep. is like Kai. it. Oh, yeah. completely Cobra Kai or like those yeah. it movies. Everything Stephen King coming back now. The 80s is hot. OK. Oh, it's Glow. True. Glow is pretty good. You should mention that, too. Yeah. OK, so about Stranger Things spinoffs. 
So if I can briefly do a conspiracy module. All right. The fact that there aren't any yet tells me that the people who make this show, the Duffers, are resisting having them. Because you know that a show this big, a show this popular, Netflix would have had like uh, Eleven's um, uh, like Eleven sister spinoff and the upside down sitcom out for years now, if they could have, they would have been on that other place. Yeah. The Witcher already has a spinoff movie, a spinoff out this year and a kid spinoff in development. And that yeah. barely has two seasons. It's like him in December for anything going on four, yeah. and there's nothing. This tells me that the, this is what it tells me that the Duffer brothers signed a deal early on and Netflix was like, eh, this probably isn't going to be big. Fine. We'll give you control over spinoffs. And then it blew up. Netflix regretted it immensely because now the Duffers are probably saying, oh, we want to have integrity and don't want to have too many spinoffs that quickly next. Like, please, please, please. I got the money. Going down to you. Like, th- th- that's yeah. my theory, because there's no way there wouldn't be a thousand spinoffs yet if Netflix had its say. It's got to be the Duffers holding it up because Netflix gave them way too good a deal in the start because they had no faith. Yeah, the show would you know, succeed. I that's, am totally that, that's inclined. My guess. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like there's probably something. I mean, we're speculating here, but I feel like there's something. And I'll to do that. it again. Yeah, because again, The Witcher is just the perfect example where it's like Stranger mm-hmm. Things has had more success than that show, and it has no spinoffs announced. So yeah, I feel like you're probably right. And I, so I wrote an article today that was about the actor who played Dustin was on a podcast saying how when the first season was going up, no one thought it was going to do very well. Um, People were telling them, you don't expect to get a season two, Uh basically. So that makes me think of like what what you're saying with the contract they gave them terms about whatever creative freedom or having some say over the spinoffs, not thinking they'd have to worry about it. I mean, look at look at Squid Game. They're talking about Squid Game spinoffs, the the Squid Game universe. So it is like I feel they like know now because after Stranger yes. Things, they got that clause. They got that standard they thing. They learned. Yeah, Netflix the, has evolved. The spinoff clause, as Martha says, maybe a spinoff of the Lost Boys would be good. Martha, they're making a Lost Boys TV show because of course they are because it's eighties are are, are new again. I forget what channel it's going to be on and what network, but it's definitely coming. Okay. Okay. Anything else? And thank you, Christian. Good speculation. That's um, my version of the mood land of the Kennedy assassination. It's like, what does Netflix do behind closed doors? <laughs> anything else on Stranger Things, Daniel, that you want to talk about? Or anything, anything out there? Are you guys excited for um, Stranger Things? Oh, the it's going to be the last season, the season five, which again, is an integrity move. Yes. Like they're going yeah, to end it, totally it on their is. terms and uh, they don't want to drag it out too long. So the, there'll be this fourth season's two parts and then a fifth season and that's it, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, the kids are going to start looking, you know, like mid twenties pretty soon. So yeah. probably best to get out while you can. Yeah. I think, I think going out strong on season five is a good move. I feel like that's probably, I could see Netflix not pushing back on that too hard because they don't typically mm-hmm. have shows that like, like plot driven genre shows like this that run for that long anyway. Yeah, they do not. Um, so, so five seasons, five seasons that are all at Netflix. So not like last kingdom where it like, switched over um Mm -hmm. or netflix took over a bigger stake i feel like that's a a really good run for a netflix show but yeah uh so the other there were just a couple other things i wanted to mention about stranger things so apparently did you know this the actor who played jockin hagar on game of thrones is in this season tom i wasn't aware of that till today yeah Yeah. he's gonna be a siberian prison guard something which yeah i mean 
That, that's so weird that Hopper's alive somehow. I, I, I never liked that when they, but they said it's like, it's the Gandalf thing, but like, can I just like, God, I mean, you can get away with that easier. Hopper's like a police chief who <laughs> that's... died in an underground bunker and is somehow alive in Siberia and Soviet Russia. Ooh, they also lucked out. This is getting, this is, I probably shouldn't say this. The Stranger Things lucked out okay. in that they happened to be airing at a time when suddenly we're afraid of Russians again. Um, and they're going to like air this new season and the Soviets wow. are going to be the bad guys. And the timing is going to be so good for that. There can be so many ways to make it a cause celebre. And, um, you know, uh, success is a talent plus opportunity. And sometimes you can't predict the second thing and it's coming along at the right time. That's true. That's true. And Stranger Things has had a pretty good run of it because they came out with their 80s nostalgia right at the time when clearly the the popular culture wanted it. Um, So, yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about that because, you know, Stranger Things, um, maybe restrain your power a little bit. Don't don't push us toward world events of of global fear fear climates Ooh, um, i wonder if they're editing but, anything right this second depending on what happens <laughs> in, in the next few days or weeks yeah know. i'm intrigued to see what the deal is with hopper i wasn't super stoked about that but it it feels a little like lost territory to me like and like i liked lost but like in terms of like layering questions on top of questions on top of questions i just hope the payoff is worth it that's my feeling yeah, I do too. And again, they're very careful. So I, so I, I'll, I'll have faith proven wrong. As Julie says, totally. with Game of Thrones, I'm glad to have a spinoff if it's good. Of course, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I think I would have rather have the show slow down a lot and include many missing characters. Yeah, we we, we talked totally. about that, like how the Fantasy's Game of Thrones could have been um, slowed down or altered. But let's talk about that in a different episode for three hours straight because we could. Yeah. That that'll be before House of the Dragon, the uh, the Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. how could it, it have will been do a, fixed? A, a nice Mega retrospective show. one ahead of the um, <laughs> the premiere of the spinoff. But anything else? Uh, any other points about Stranger Things? Before we move on, um, I don't think so. I think we hit on all the the main things. I really like their posters. That that's my yeah, end they're for cool Stranger posters. Things. Again, Netflix like Netflix's thing is just kind of like the show's coming out in a month. And like doing a very little promotion, yes. but like Stranger Things, it goes all out for it. It will give you posters. It will give you like um, AR games. It'll give you viral marketing. It'll give you like, yep. I remember for season three, they had like Burger King tie-ins with Steve at a grill and like doing like, oh, it, yeah, it, yeah. You, you never see any other show, Netflix show doing that kind of thing. It's just Stranger nope. Things. It is a very unique show for them. And one other yeah. comment from um, Zach over on YouTube. He thinks spinoffs are easier with a larger universe, whereas Witcher and Game of Thrones or other fantasy shows have a big playground out there. I think that's true. But Stranger Things, I mean, totally. look, you could, that's a pretty big world, too. I mean, it, 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 not only can you just look at like what weird stuff is leaking out extra dimensionally into like a, literally a town over to the upside down, get into Manhattan. <laughs> Did it get into other parts of the world? You could do a lot. Or just the history of the upside down. I could you, you, you. They'd think of something, Zach. If if they had the wherewithal, I I guarantee it. I have I have faith in yeah. them. Okay, I think we're good with Stranger Things. What else on the docket yeah, today, let, Daniel? Uh, so the other thing that we're going to talk about today um, is more House of the Dragon and George R. R. Martin stuff because Yarr! the dude's been in the news a lot. 
the past week. Yes, How, it feels has. like the floodgates are starting to open with House of the Dragon. Was there anything you were particularly excited to hear from from George or the House of the Dragon team this week? No, um, I do like the uh, it just feels like they're just winding up to reveal a release date. And yep. I enjoy the um, like a uh, uh, CSI style of like taking the clues they put down and trying to string them into a necklace you can wear and uh, like actually yeah. tell you something like my favorite totally. was probably that they're going to release a fire and blood new edition of it. Like fire and blood is yes. the book that George R. R. Martin wrote. That is, I wish I had it with me right now. That is uh, going to be adapted as that's right. Look at that hair. Um, it's going to be adapted as House of the... <laughs> I kind of want long hair now so I can do this. Um, it's going to be adapted as House of the Dragon. Big chunk of it. Dance of the Dragons. 20 years before. Targaryen War. And the publisher, which is not HBO. Do you know what it is? The publisher is? Look at that. Look at that beautiful thing. I have it. Bantam. 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 Publishes Fire and Blood. They're putting out a new edition of Fire and Blood on July 12th, I believe. Which, you know, yep. traditionally, you release a new edition of a book... It's probably going to I'm going to guess it's going to have like Emma Darcy and Matt Smith on it to promote probably the adaptation like that's happened with Lord of the Rings happened with Game of Thrones it happened with lots of different books. So if they're releasing Fire and Blood Edition on July 12th, that could clue us in. OK, so the show is hopefully coming out not long after that, maybe later in July, maybe August. And then September is the danger zone. But yeah. that's my favorite bit of it to kind of read the yeah, tea leaves I, like that. I think in terms of in terms of reading the tea leaves, that's the the biggest news of the past mm-hmm. week for for Fire and Blood or for House of the Dragon because it tells us. So Fire and Blood is already out in all the paperback formats a book would yeah. normally come out in. So this is definitely a tie-in version to the TV show. It's I think it's on Penguin Random House, their website. They're the publisher that owns Bantam. So they mention House of the Dragon in the description for this new edition. So whether it has Matt Smith and Emma Darcy on the cover or it just has a big old sticker that says yeah, the source for the HBO series, absolutely House of the Dragon. That. Now yeah. adapted as an HBO series. Totally. No matter how you slice it, it means that for sure we are not going to see House of the Dragon before that. There's basically oh, yeah. no chance it's coming before July 12th. Because mm-hmm. those kind of tie-ins typically come like weeks to months. Usually it's weeks, but sometimes months ahead of like a show or movie release. Right. Um, but Westworld comes out in the summer. So I feel like the September, I feel like we might have the fantasy rumble between Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Bring it on. And, Bring um, it on. And House of the Dragon. That'd be such a um, kind of, what? what's the uh, G-rated word? That's kind of like such a um, a a uh, boss sort of challenging uh, silverback gorilla pound the chest. I dare you to come over and um, make with my woman in front of me move by HBO to release at the same time as Lord of the Rings went out in September. But I wouldn't be I'd be upset at the right about a lot, but I'd be amused by the chutzpah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it would be a crazy couple of months. And I, you know, I loved um, Casey Bloys, uh, HBO's programming president. Yeah, Someone asked him scary. about that. How would how would you feel? Like, are you worried about the rings of power? And he was basically like, 
nah, I'm just staying in my own lane and we're working on our stuff. It's a good policy to not look at what other people are doing. So yeah, I feel Mm. like they're, they're not that worried. They're just going to put it out when they feel like, which they will. Um, I hope it's, do you know when exactly Westworld comes out? Um, it, so in the same press rounds that Lois has been making, he confirmed the summer. That's all we know. Uh-huh. So it could. So June, July or August. Maybe that's. Yeah, perhaps that man. God, we are spoiled this year that we really are. I mean, Westworld's going to really be giant, are. expensive house, of the dragon, Lord of the Rings, the rings of power. Like these are big yep. stranger things. Um, these yep. are big, heavy hitting, expensive, splashy shows that, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Because some of the yeah. comments here. Oh, sorry. Let's do it. Uh, just, it kind of feels like, um, I felt like last year was a big year because we got season two of the Witcher and the wheel of time. Mm, it God. almost feels like that was like, I don't want to say the semi, the semi finals or the semi pros <laughs> or like, it felt like that was the warm up for this year a little bit, because now we're looking at, like you said, house of the dragon, Westworld, the rings of power. Um, yeah. Stranger, yeah. How could I forget Stranger Things? We just yeah, talked. The about hype is it. real. Uh, the we hype got, is real. Um, Chris, we record both. No conflict there. Oh yeah, Chrissy, I get it. Yeah, well, like to, to watch it'll be great. Oh. We're gonna have to like just 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 like stay up late into the wee hours of the morning, just writing endlessly about this stuff when it's both on at it's once. True. If if they were apart, it'd be a bit easier for us. But that that's that's an us problem. Julie's very excited. Rebecca asked, "Do you ever write up how you would take a show?" Martha has a good take on House of the Dragon. Ooh. Oh, as Martha says, that is too far away, which I mean, yeah, Martha, I get it. Yeah, it, 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 it is several months in the future, but oh, I don't know. Those dragons are expensive and they're going to need to um, spend some time, their own late nights, I have no doubt, uh, yep. making sure they look as fierce as possible. We wouldn't have it any other way. But yeah, exciting times. I'm 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 into it. Yeah. I I'm excited to see what they do. I'm okay with them taking their time. I mean, no matter what it's coming this year, like we know it, they've announced it. Um, and it's probably going to be a little bit of a wait before season two, because they haven't greenlit it yet because HBO kind of resists the, the trend of everybody greenlighting season twos immediately yeah. that, that all these other like streaming platforms are doing. Um, they're waiting to see how it does. I think first, think that's another thing casey blois said in the press rounds eh, so i wonder if he's just talking to talk or up because that <laughs> i mean i, I yeah. don't know that seems hard to believe like i know hbo is the classy one and, and 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 they don't jump at everything but they have to they know they have potential golden goose here i don't know i'm i'm reserving judgment on that one that's fair. I'm sure that the groundwork, it's not like they're like, okay, Miguel Sapochnik, go home and do something else. I'm sure they're they're like keeping their main players and showrunners and everything kind of on retainer. Yeah, um, there you go. To be to be ready for it. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they're kind of talking the talk. Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't see any, I don't see a world where we don't get a House of the Dragon season two. I can't imagine that happening. I'd, I'd be shocked. And some good comments here. Yeah. Outlander's coming um, next month, yeah. early next month. Next week, we'll talk about it. Uh, we got Last Kingdom also coming early March. We're going to, we've got, I, I just got the screeners for that. Going to watch the hell out of that. It's going to be really yeah. fun. Uh, Vikings is coming this Back Friday. Back to Yeah. Oh, it's so good to say. <laughs> God, there is so much coming out. 
All right. Um, as for George R. R. Martin, I mean, he also made some other comments, said that he's, you know, he's also, I believe, making wild cards comics for Marvel, which is just wild yeah. cards, just like shorthand for um, like thing you don't <laughs> really want to hear because it's not the thing you actually want to hear. I don't That's funny. care about that. And he said he doesn't have time to he, 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 George R. R. Martin isn't himself going to write House of the script because he's too busy doing that and writing the ones of winter which he did whenever he mentions yes. ones of winter i i just I, I i feel it's worth mentioning even if it's like in a completely benign yeah. way like that and he's working on other hbo shows and an amc show and etc and so forth we love us kingdom too christy and yeah, yeah and it is coming i think the sixth like march 6th in like a couple of weeks yeah it's right around the corner um i i think you're right march i think last kingdom is march 9th outlanders march i was 6th. so close Okay. It's yeah. It, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, our flag means death. That HBO pirate comedy is right around then too. I think that's like the the fourth, fifth, or sixth. So yeah, that which looks hilarious. I'm excited for that show. Mm-hmm. Um, Any other yeah Martin wild stuff? cards? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like cards. wild cards. I, I'm with you on the. This is the thing. I'm always like okay, and. I, there are lots of wild card fans. It's a series that's been around since like the eighties. I've never 80s. met them. That's not to say they're not out there. <laughs> um, you know, it's been running so long. They must exist. Um, but to be fair with this, Martin is probably going to have to do very little for the wild cards comic. He's teaming yeah, up with everything. Marvel. They're adapting the first wild cards book, which came out in like, 1984 i think damn it's um, a long time so that's yeah, longer than so it's already written been around oh <laughs> yeah um no wonder we care about it so much yeah it's true it, it's true and uh, wild cards also has more of a community aspect to it because mm-hmm. he doesn't write all those books they're like shared universe okay. anthology books so he gets like 10 writers to all get together and they each write a chapter basically of, and it gets put together and he edits. Sounds kind of fun. Um, it, it does sound like fun. I assume that's why they've gone on so long. Cause everyone has a great time. Like Daniel Abraham, who is one of the expanse writers has written for them. Victor Milan, who wrote those uh, like dinosaur night novels. Um, a whole bunch of people have written for those over the years. Mark Lawrence, who did uh, Prince of Thorns. So, cool. Yeah, I cool to see. I would say my excitement is middling at best. Definitely glad to hear him working, being too busy working on the winds of winter. That's the that's the best part. Um, Chrissy says I've given up on JRM, which um, I feel like maybe we should just leave it there and move on. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds sounds good. So uh, where are we going from here, Dan? <laughs> well, uh, Daniel, and also all of you out there, Internet Land, are you watching or reading anything interesting to like to talk about? While we wait for Vikings and The Last Kingdom and Outlander and all the other stuff, uh, what are you watching now? What? 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 What are you watching now? Was oh, that your dog? No, nah, he's sleeping. Okay, cool. I had to get another book because we're on what what we're watching and what we're reading. <laughs> Do you, uh, did you watch the end um, of Peacekeeper on HBO Max? I did. I did. Peace. Wait, did you say Peacemaker. 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 I, said, I did that before too. Peacemaker. Okay. <laughs> it's too much. There's too much peace. Peacemaker would mm-hmm. understand. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it. I, I've been really enjoying that show and I felt like they did a good job on the finale. Um, what'd you think? 
You saw I it, I broke assume. Through. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, uh, it, 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 it's kind of interesting. Like, I've said that I have a weakness for these like kind of anti-superhero superhero shows like uh, The Boys yeah. and Invincible. And now we have not only a glut of superhero shows and movies, we now have kind of a growing glut of iconoclastic anti-superhero shows focused on the superhero shows yes. between Peacemaker, Invincible, The Boys, <laughs> and whatever else they got going on. Like it's it, 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 it's becoming it, it's its own little subgenre. I liked it. Uh, it, yeah. it. It was easy watching. It was fun. Like they clearly having a good time. Um, uh, the violence was fun. The performances were funny. I do. Man, they sure. I'm not sure I love his ability with dialogue like uh, James Gunn. He seems to like okay. write a lot of those like kind of long circuitous conversations that I can tell yes. you want them to be funny. I'm not really laughing that much. It's kind of like if Joss Whedon and all the pop culture stuff met Judd Apatow and just they kind of got together and wrote some dialogue <laughs> together is what it kind of feels like to me. Um, yeah. But there were real character arcs. I thought John Cena is definitely a charming lead. And yeah, I just enjoyed Agreed. it overall. It was a good time. Yeah, it's nice to see, you know, we get so many superhero things. Superhero shows and movies are almost becoming synonymous with being extremely entrenched in existing universes to the point where it's hard to appreciate them Mm -hmm. on their own. So it's nice to get a show like Peacemaker where even if you didn't really like really see the suicide squad, you can still watch Peacekeeper. Ah, Peacemaker. (laughs) (laughs) You can still watch that show with John Cena and it's still pretty good. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I, I love the slight amount of, crossing over they did uh spoilers if you haven't seen the end of peacemaker slight spoiler here there's a cameo from the justice league at the end and i thought that was great i love that he kind of wrote it in and then just gave it to to the network and they didn't really realize he said that james gunn said they didn't really realize what they were agreeing to (laughs) um until they saw what he shot so yeah classic technique as for gifts and permission that 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 it's important yeah. to know in business and life. Yeah. And so the, the big news for Peacemaker too, that finale is the most watched episode of an HBO Max original since the platform launched. Cool. Um, it was up over like 44% from the premiere nice. of Good Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely found their audience and they got renewed for season two. Beautiful. Uh, as Christian says, he's doing, he's doing a proper Dark Tower series, which Christian... Someone, I think AMC was trying to do that and uh, it didn't work out. I I don't know why. And they had to drop it. Um, It'll probably come back as long as this 80s post Game of Thrones expensive thing continues. It'll probably be back. Um, A couple of folk mentioned Euphoria. I have not watched Euphoria, although I hear I, 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 I know it's like the show. Have you watched Euphoria, Daniel? I haven't seen it. I mean, I've heard it's really good. Um, Me too. Yeah. I just haven't. I just haven't gotten around to it i heard tom holland might have had a secret cameo did, did you see that? I didn't hear that no well then now so, it's uh, officially like going to go through the roof and ratings wise anything he touches right now is huge yeah and he's been trying to talk about like getting a cameo on it and some people took like a picture of a bunch of students in a classroom and zoomed in on one of them it kind of looks like it could be tom holland <laughs> great it's very important <laughs> i'll try to watch that one because i i know it, it, it's it's very big and uh, people are way into it. So I'll try to pick that one up eventually. I also watched the new yeah. um, Marvelous is Mrs. Majel episodes that came out for Amazon Ooh. on Friday. That show's fun. Did you ever watch that show? 
It's great. Yes. The show is good. Yeah, it's like I really a breezy, enjoy that easy. Show. Now, see, that is motor mouth dialogue that I can get behind where yes. it all yeah. feels a little more like it's actually driving at something, but it's still very characterful and still has a lot of personality to it and still kind of dropping those little bon mots, the little funny things that she's well, so aiming Sherman Palladillo is whatever he wants her name is so well known for. That show's fun. <laughs> that show's good. I like the period. Yeah. I like the fifties. I like all the costuming. I just like the feel of it. That show's fun. Yeah, no, it's a great show. I really enjoyed the first couple of seasons. That's when I've been waiting on to come back. It's been tough with the pandemic because some of these shows have been gone so long that it's easy mm-hmm. to feel less, a little less excited when they come back. Yeah, but I'm glad to see that one come back. Most deaf. And anything else, Daniel? What else do you spend your um, time yeah. doing outside of one? Yeah. So I've been reading a lot. Uh, so great. I finished this book. We'll see if I can get it on camera and have it not look ridiculous. Ooh. Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. AMC just optioned this book and are potentially developing a series with The Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang attached to it. Um, so i thought it might be good to get in the loop and this is like a epic fantasy but based on pre-columbian american societies uh, like the aztec and maya so it is an extremely cool book great writer the sequel comes out on april 19th i think fevered star so yeah really good uh the other one i read in the past week or so was the misfit soldier by michael mamey Um, Mm -hmm. We have an interview with him going up this weekend, and that book is like a military sci-fi heist novel, which I had never read something like that before, but it's like a soldier gets left behind. This really misfit lieutenant assembles a team just like Ocean's Eleven that each have their own skills and they go to get him back, but there are conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. So it was a great, great fun time. So that's what I've been doing in my downtime reading and watching stuff i kind of want to play elden ring do you want to play elden ring at all the new video game from georgia or martin sort of (sighs) yeah so i want i I usually wouldn't because i i haven't played a dark souls game because i know they're so they're they're famous for being hard and difficult and just like i i i know i could do it but i also know i would lose like just tens of hours of my life to it but yeah. Uh, the pressure of this one is so good, and they're saying it's not quite as grueling. So I'm like, oh, I might have to get this one. I, I am going to play Elden Ring at some point. I'm almost so Horizon Forbidden West came out last mm-hmm. week. So I started that one because I loved the first game, Horizon Zero Dawn. Forbidden right, right. West is just like, it takes everything that could have been fixed from the first game and makes it better. It's, an, an inc- it's similar enough in terms of like a big open world game to Elden Ring. And I'm like, who planned these to come out a week apart? I'm excited for both of them, but I can't possibly play them both in any reasonable window of time. So, yeah, I'll get there, but I have no idea why. And just so we're not accused of going completely off topic, George R. R. Martin wrote the lore for Elden Ring. So see, it's related, people. Yes, it's did. not just a yes. video game podcast going into it. And what that says, also, Mrs. <laughs> Maisel watching that too. Really good show. All right. Shall we move on to our final and most intense segment? Yes. I think it is time for the lightning round where we talk about news and do not go past the buzzer ever. No, we got 20 seconds to say what we can about eight scintillating quick news stories. And if we go past it, there are consequences. Who's going first? Um, I think 
you are reading this first one. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the Wick News Lightning Round. Okay, Daniel, uh, first story in the Lightning Round. Uh, Walton Goggins, noted actor from uh, Righteous Gemstones, but other stuff, joins the cast of Amazon's Fallout TV show. You know, I've been nervously optimistic about the Fallout TV show. I love those <laughs> games. I feel like Walton Goggins is like the perfect kind of actor to get for that, for the zany, yeah. weird humor of Fallout. So everything I hear makes me more excited for it. And we're done. Second sister. that buzzer. I, yeah. Like rock your hair a little. I'm sorry. I don't mean to paint your hair. Just like, uh, there you go. <laughs> if you feel the need to rock out in triumph. All right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so Dan, Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, uh-huh. noted composer of things like Hamilton and Encanto and a bunch of other stuff. He's no longer attached to the King Killer Chronicles show. Yeah, Lemon Miranda, um, like the biggest in, in musical theater uh, right now, was going to do a show based on Petrographis' The King Killer Chronicles, which is a very big fantasy series that has a lot of passionate fans, but just was going to be made into a show. And that's one of those shows that they tried to like franchise out, like the, let's do a sequel and then a thing like before it even yeah. got made. And it kind of spiraled out. That's yeah. That's the business. Okay. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, Daniel, damn it. Uh, Catriona Balfe, who plays uh, Claire Frazier on Outlander, almost didn't land the role of Claire on Outlander. What? That's impossible. Yeah, right? In another universe, we could have been watching Outlander with a different actress as Claire. Um, she was so unknown as an actress that they gave her uh, a description that had no details for the character. She totally botched her first audition. Mm. Then someone, uh, a different agent in London talked to her months later, gave her more information. She sent in another tape and the rest is history. Ooh, yeah, the rest is history. Well, I'm, I, I'm glad it worked out. All right. Hit it. Yeah, right. Can't imagine. Okay, so I know you will. I know you're very excited about this next one. Probably, probably added it immediately to your watch list. Spider-Man: No Way Home director John Watts reportedly working on one of Disney's 900 Star Wars shows. How do you feel? Yeah, um, I mean, just talking about uh, franchising out stuff that, that that Star Wars is one they're really doing a lot with. They have a lot of shows on Disney Plus coming to Disney Plus. And they want to have like the rumor is the the probably true rumor is that the No Way Home director is going to make like a young adult Star Wars show with like a like they called it Stranger Things in Space, pulling it back, where it's like kind of a younger cast who are Jedi Padawans. They're going to run. And Julie, I see you. Don't worry. Uh, we 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 I assumed you were not calling us a git, although if you were, we wouldn't know what it is. It's an English expression. <laughs> and we hear gotcha, man, rough. Rough, Julie. Rough. Uh, okay. 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 What's next? I think you're reading the next one. Yes. Yes, I am. I, there's no way we got off track. Okay. Peter Dinklage, who played Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones, uh, will probably be returning as the giant king of dwarfs who made Thor's hammer eat tree. A lot of names in this one. In Thor, Love and Thunder. Huh? You want to see Peter Dinklage back in the saddle again? Um, Man, you know... I, he made me laugh a little bit. I feel like Peter Dinklage has tried so hard to distance himself from like stereotypical uh, like fantasy dwarf roles. Yeah. And that one really felt like one. Like they had him do a deeper voice and like all this stuff. Um, it's it's Thor with Taika Waititi. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah. As Rebecca says, Disney has changed so much since Walt. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca. Yes, it has. Many, <laughs> many things have gone. <laughs> Yeah. very altered all right 
So, Dan, HBO's True Blood reboot has stalled out. How do you feel yeah, about so, that? Um, HBO's was in the, to be fair, they were like very early, like they were considering a True Blood reboot. And it kind of got reported as like, HBO's making a True Blood reboot. Um, they may not have ever really been in the full on stages, but whatever they were doing, um, it's not happening anymore. It seems to have stalled development hell, just like not really happening, which I'm fine with. True Blood is, 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 isn't really that old of a show. So I'm good with them. Hmm. We're doing yeah, really good, fair. by the way. We're being very disciplined and not We're talking even if we have more to say. Hey, Daniel. That's okay. The um, restraint. There's restraint. It's so I'm we're so admirable. FX confirms <laughs> that Ellen Ripley, the iconic character by Sigourney Weaver in the Alien films, will not appear in its new upcoming Alien television show. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <End laughs> no, oh. no, that's that's totally fine. It's set way in the past. I feel weird mm. about the fact that it's set in the past on Earth I, because that, that kind of yeah. undermines the point of the movies to not get the Will aliens there be an back alien on Earth. in it. Yes, they've confirmed. Okay. I mean, otherwise, what would it be called? Before Alien, <laughs> B A. Sadly, Ripley Scott made that movie. It was called Prometheus. Um, you okay. say Ripley Scott. <laughs> you said Ripley Scott. We all heard it. Ripley oh, Scott. Did I? Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Rid- Ridley Scott. Wow, I never noticed that before. Um, <laughs> Okay, okay. Last one. Gotta stay focused. HBO releases a full trailer for its pirate comedy, Our Flag Means Death. Yeah, this looks really good. And and this is cool because like this show is like, should we cover this show at Wick? Because it's like it's like period. It's got a couple of Game of Thrones cast members like Hodor. I don't know though, because I just want to watch it just for itself. It looks good though. It's Taika Watiti, who is just like Hollywood's golden boy, what we do in the shadows, Thor Ragnarok funny show hodor's in it it looks good i'm gonna watch it give it to me give it to me now this yeah. was i think one of our nice. best things we have done i believe although now i can circle back really quickly about peter dinklage playing the king of dwarfs in the infinity war movie okay so like yes he's playing against the stereotype but the entire joke is that he's a dwarf who's big it, it, it it's kind of like yes he's playing against it but it's also it, it, it's all about him being a dwarf I don't know if it's like as far as he would ideally want it. Like Tyrion Lannister is a yeah. full character who also happens to be a dwarf. Like Eitri, the giant king of dwarfs in Infinity War is kind of like, isn't it funny that Peter Dickish is small, but now we've digitally re- like reverse hobbited him to make him big. I'm not sure I would classify that as bucking the stereotype because it's still so engaged with the stereotype. Yeah, I I feel like he took the Marvel money there, which like no judgment which, yeah. there. It's take just the ironic because he dude. talks about that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I take the Marvel hey, money. If Marvel calls me, I will take the Marvel money. I do not blame him one bit. Um, yeah, I'm say yeah, he's it's in a, Cyrano too, which is which which is better because that which yes. I I haven't seen and probably won't, but it does look pretty cool, and that looks like a a, a more unique kind of movie where you know that role Senator Bergerac is usually played with like a guy with a long nose is what it is in like the play but now they're changing it to he still has something that's not you know fully proportionate but this time he is played by a dwarf actor and that's kind of the reason he feels insecure but again it's like a full character stage nation is a totally interesting movie i like that movie christian all right anything else we want to want to jaw about before we end here um i don't know i don't i don't I can't think of anything. I mean, we just, we crushed it so much at the lightning round that it's we kind really of like did. we got to the end and we, we got time to kill. But what, what do we even do now? I have a request that um, might reduce you to a 
dancing caricature for me. Would you like just oh, like God. rock your hair? Is that something you could do? Or sure. like you, you okay. That oh look God. We'll do it. To, we'll do it to get it over with. <laughs> Should I grow my hair out? I'll think about that. Um over the I don't know, next you, week. You rock the short hair. It, it's pretty nice. Thank I never had long hair. Maybe I want it. Um because that's ah that's fair. Whatever. This is something that I'll consider uh, myself. Anyway, thanks for watching us, guys. Uh, we are here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Winter is Coming Facebook page and the Winter is Coming <laughs> YouTube page. So come back. We're also available, available in podcast form wherever podcasts are available, iTunes, Google Play. So come on back and spend your Wednesdays with Wick. Toodles. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.